0: Welcome to Arco Couch, the best place to get your gaming goodness and chill with your esteemed friends. My name's Tim White join me on the couch this week,
1: Ashley Holder. Hey Dylan, excited to be here and excited to be considered esteemed. <laughs> Don't know where that came from. Uh, Aussie, care imagine.
2: Minor point, I'd prefer to be a fried, um, but <laughs> guys, I, need to, I have a serious topic we need to talk about on the show today. I was going to save it for like our next Explosion Network staff meeting or something, but I think I'm just getting podcast burnout from Explosion Network. We just release far too many podcasts.
0: As a, as a recorder or a listener?
2: Because <laughs> <Like, laughs>
0: <laughs> if, you, if you're complaining as a recorder...
2: I don't record. Me and Ash language. got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but I'm burnt out on your behalf. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know, okay. that's where my my prejudice lies. I'm burnt out on y- y- your behalf.
1: We're we're just getting started, right? Like, we're going through the schedule for the next couple of weeks. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Don't you people worry. <laughs> 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 If we have, if you think our voices not E three season yeah if
0: you think our voices are grating now wait till you see what happens next um we will be talking about what Kieran's at yeah, a bit later which is uh, people well I don't know like it's a discussion about Kotaku or is it about Game Pass it'll be both let's see how we go uh right. but today on the show Star Wars Jedi Survivor trailer finally dropped talk about that I want to go over the Pokemon Go updates for the next season next three months uh Game Pass. Get to that, and what we're hoping or expecting to see at, because uh, it's weird to say, because it's not now when recording, but when the time you are listening to this next week, Summer Game Fest season has begun officially. It's a thing uh, as of the next week or two. Uh, what are we? What are we expecting? What are we hoping? What are we going to see? Um, but firstly, I just want to go over Ko the Kangaroo. I haven't got my review up at the time of recording. In fact, I haven't even finished the game. I've got like two levels left. Um, so I um, uh, previewed this played the pc i think i played like the first two levels i was like this is pretty cool this is pretty great like it's pretty chill old school platformer you know it's like uh this ko the kangaroo like pronounced ko but spelt kao um i was like this is pretty fun like sort of throwback thing um it very quickly grew to be the point where it's like i don't really add anything to the game so like you know by the time i was like six levels in i'm like Oh, I'm kind of bored now. <laughs> it's just, it, was, it, was, it was fun for like a, a little bit, but there's just not much happening here, which it's, this would be a great game for kids. I feel like, because it's a very simple platformer and the combat is literally just mash a button and perform combos and uh, secrets aren't hard to find and all that sort of stuff. But I think the reason, like that would be fine. I think if I was at least enjoying the world and story a lot more, but I just like the voice acting is terrible. I mean, I would expect, I don't know, is it bad that I'm annoyed? There isn't some, like, actual Australian accents in a game that's, like, got a kangaroo and a koala and, like, all this sort of shit as the main characters. Like, they're all Australian animals and I don't have any Australian accents. Like, come on, what a letdown. Um, but, yeah, the story, I have no idea what's going on. Half the point, they're like, hey, this thing, we got to travel to this place, whatever else. Like, if you compare that to, um, like, Crash Bandicoot or Spyro, you know, like, any sort of the classics that everyone loves, I understood what I was doing. I knew what the, the go was. I knew what the, why each hub world was what it was, what the levels were happening, what the bad guy's sort of intentions were and um, sort of stuff like that. But for this, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care. I, I got to a stage where the last time I was playing it the other night for an hour, I was just playing it with sound off and watching something else on the side while playing through the levels. So, I mean, that's my, my care factor for what's happening in the game at this point. So um, I think I'm going to end up if I was to guess, somewhere around a four, highest of a five, sort of on the review scale. Yeah, I think if you have a kid, a young kid, it's definitely a very accessible, um, easy platformer game to get into. It's definitely easier than, like say, the most recent Crash Bandicoot or you know anything like that. So if you're looking for a, a new platforming game for a young child to play, I definitely feel like this is a good go. But otherwise, um, no, I don't think it's particularly going to be fun for most people. I right, getting into this week's news, uh not I don't we don't really need to discuss this, I just think it was worth sh- shouting out. So um after all the talks and conversations and bits over the years of doing the show where it's like everyone uh, talks about unions in um game development and causing all these issues, we now have the first official one. So um Kotaki writes, a site, despite months of negative talking points by Call of Duty publisher Activision Blizzard, quality assurance staff at Raven Software Studio voted to unionize Monday, becoming the first union at a big studio in the US. The successful vote comes with talk of labor organizing picking up across the gaming industry as developers call for better pay, job security, and corporate ac- accountability. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then the other thing was that Phil Spencer said that, yep, yeah, was like
1: cool,
0: yes, I will honor such things and whatever else. So, um, yeah, no, I don't think there's much to discuss. Otherwise, it's just like a, it's just a, cool,
1: good job. Yeah. People. (laughs) The one interesting thing I think I just thought of was every time we've heard about like game developers, like unionizing, it's always like the QA people. I think it's because they like spend the most time talking because they have to like, they're like bug fixing in like, that
0: kind yeah. of stuff well i i guess yeah i think the thing is if you're when you think about crunch who's the people that are crunching who who are the people crunching to get a game out it's the people that are yeah qa uh programmers like it's not the people doing the the art wow. or the story side, yeah. or and it's not the creative side it is the technical side people that get stuck doing mm obtuse ridiculous hours so it yeah, definitely makes sense the people wrote, who wrote the stories already moved on to they're working on their next game you know they're at a different studio by the time we're at this stage sort of thing so yeah i think that makes sense uh ea apparently is planning to sell so push square writes how do you like industry consolidation? <laughs> we're not convinced it's the best of interest of gamers for a handful of conglomerates to own every major developer and publisher, but that's a path we're quickly, quickly hurtling down. And it looks like even EA is on the market. A report by Puck claims the Juggernaut recently pursued a merger with NBC Universal, but also held discussions with Amazon, Apple, and Disney. While all of these talks eventually broke down, the Madden and FIFA maker has not given up. According to several sources familiar with the matter, EA has been emboldened with Microsoft's buyout of Activision and is persistent in pursuing a sale. However, some claim that the firm would prefer a merger with current bigwig Andrew Wilson eager to remain a CEO of the... Hypothetical combined company. Apparently, this comes close to occurring with the aforementioned NBC Universal Conversations. Puck reports that Comcast CEO Brian Roberts was looking to spin off the entertainment conglomerate into a new business with EA, which would see Wilson occupy the top seat. Negotiations broke down prior due to price, but it sounds like the publisher has not given up on the idea at all. So don't be surprised if some kind of acquisition or merger is announced at some point down the line. Ash, what do you make of? Uh, the idea of someone picking up EA, do you do you reckon it's more likely they'll get brought out or yeah, merge with someone?
1: Uh, I mean, both possibilities are possible. I guess it just depends on who, how big the fish are, I guess, to use a term. Do you say how big the
0: fish are?
1: <laughs> yeah. Are the fish bigger than EA or are they little? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, if if Like Disney or Amazon or someone like that decides, hey, let's just buy EA. It's like, okay, that makes sense, I guess, kind of. Especially, I've been thinking, obviously, this news broke like a week ago, um, like right after I recorded the last podcast. So, like, um, Amazon seems like a good choice for someone to buy it because obviously they've had their flagging games in business going for a little while. Um, and if they could pick up like a proven studio or publisher, that would be like, I would assume move their plans forward like tenfold and that sort of thing. But then, you know, they could totally like a bunch of like similar sized publishers. They could potentially like merge with like embrace a group. Like, okay. Let's just, you know, let's put all these games back in the same umbrella.
3: <laughs> uh, oh,
1: dear. Or, or, Epic mm. Games or uh, Take-Two. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seems weird. And, like, it we're, again, we're not huge fans of the consolidation of the market. But uh, it seems like it very much a, like a business decision, like, which is weird. Because EA is, like, it's got, like, a couple of, like, the best-selling games every single year in their but sporting the franchises.
2: is, and I think the writing on the wall is, for me, as a look at EA, it's dying a kind of been dying for a while now a very slow death in terms of um a lot of games that it publishes and releases aren't either that high quality or don't come out to that much fanfare or have a lot of problems and then kind of their flagship thing that was pinning them up fifa games with all of the um microtransactions the ultimate team the fanfare around that Slowly, the last couple of years has been dying off of people thinking that the game format and the progress in the game has been very repetitive and very stinted. And now this year we've come to it where EA has lost the partnership with FIFA. They haven't they're, lost. They
1: decided not to renew it.
2: They decided not to renew it, but, you know. Did you see how
1: much FIFA wanted? billion dollars over four years.
2: Do you? I think, I don't think that's that far out of what, you know. You know how much, like, I would stagger to think the money that FIFA makes for one year. And yet you're
1: saying that EA is dying when they're making, they could cover a billion dollars over four years? That's
2: the thing. They do that. But I think that's what was, that is what um, stands up every other game that they make. If you, how many people, right? Um, Like, until it was, like, properly rolled into Game Pass recently. The EA subscription—I uh, can't remember what that service is even called now, but um, yeah,
0: the thing, the EA Premium subscription thing—you you get like ax- EA Premium hours hours subscription, like yeah. six hours,
2: that that and- was. If you look at the substance of that of that service and everything, there's not very much substance to it anymore. EA used to have a rivaling NBA franchise until that died off and kind of gave way to mm-hmm. um, NBA Two K. It used to, like kind of every, there was a point back in mid to late 2000s where EA had a sports franchise, like a successful sports franchise in majority major sports in one way or another. And I think, yes, there's still NFL NFL and NHL that they're releasing. I think NHL has kind of fell off a long way. I think NFL is still middling. But of course, we live in Australia, so we don't see the full um, response to that. Then other things are Battlefield. Battlefield hasn't done well in a very long time. The last kind of positive Battlefield game I can think of is probably Battlefield 4. And even then, that had a fair amount of issues and a fair amount of um, kind of uh, back and forth with the developers and with EA. Um, We've had EA's mishandling of the Star Wars franchising and their, their partnership deal. You know, the Shining Light kind of for better or not for better or worse but the shining light of um ea for me has been respawn and respawn aren't enough to to prop up that publisher they're you know it wasn't until apex legends and star wars fallen order jedi fallen order that they've started to get a lot more respect and a lot more understanding in it like titanfall 2 and titanfall 1 were fucking amazing but those games didn't get the respect and the admiration that they deserved Ash is shaking his head like he doesn't agree.
1: Kieran, they just published the game of the year, it takes two. So, I mean, you saying they're that's, not releasing quality mm, games. Uh, yep. Doesn't yep, slide, that's, uh, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, right? This is, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I feel like this whole strategy, this whole plan to me personally, looks like EA have seen the writing on the wall and they're going, we're going to get out of this before it gets any worse. You know, they fucking shit the bed with Bioware and Mass Effect mm. and like... Dragon Age, like, for every positive you can find for EA, there is a small cluster of, or a decent-sized cluster, of fuck-ups and mishandlings and problems over the last decade.
1: Absolutely. I, I mean, that's absolutely true. You only need to search the words EA Star Wars and, you you know, nothing but problems. Um, but, you know... They're not the only ones that have had problems over the years, and other companies are still going strong. And they do have FIFA, which you know is their cash cow. Like,
2: but I think they're they're now worried about how that comes out this year.
1: I mean, Take Two isn't looking to like sell themselves, and what have they put out other than have GTA Online running, keeping them afloat?
2: G- yeah. The thing, the problem, the problem is though. I think EA's worried about. For for FIFA fans and for those people that would die hard opening fucking packs and and putting all that money into the system, we're already complaining about the game being stagnated and not being fair and, and not being enjoyable anymore. You've now got FIFA no longer having the licensing or the rights to that game, and FIFA wanting to go I out think and that's make their for the best game. I think that's for the best, but I don't think it's for the best for EA
1: no, I think it's for the best for EA
2: Why do you believe that?
1: Because now they they don't have to worry about any of FIFA's internal licensing. They can have more brands involved. Like, even just like, you can have boots from all these different companies. You could have Nike How... boots in the game, whereas they could just have like Adidas because they were with FIFA. You know what I mean? How well has
2: uh, Pro Evolution Soccer gone without FIFA licensing?
1: That's different because they have FIFA, EA have already got licensing deal with like all the leagues, all the clubs, separate mm-hmm. to FIFA, which is complete. Mm-hmm. Will make it much easier to transition. Whereas Provo would okay. had very few licensing deals.
2: The thing, I think once FIFA gets its feet under itself to start releasing FIFA games again, I think. How long is
1: that going to take though?
2: I think it'll be quicker than you expect. There's no way they would pull the plug on this. Without a reasonable time frame in mind.
1: It's going to be years before they release another FIFA game. FIFA in quotation marks. It's going to be like, unless they push out like a 1996 Sensible Soccer uh, version of the FIFA. Where it's all the players moving at the same, same direction. Not individual, you just control every single player with the same, yeah, back in those days.
0: They're the ones I liked. Um yeah. yeah I would say the <laughs> only the only thing that's been keeping EA sort of afloat has been FIFA and uh Apex Legends uh, as far as like money like consistent money sort of coming in those two franchises um and the only successes they've had like that sell well has been thanks to Respawn recently um to the point that they've like working on like probably half of EA's upcoming games are <laughs> respawn projects of star wars or apex or if some that new ip i think was the other thing they're doing so like there's just like everything was all all eggs on respawn and then outside that uh yes they had like a game of the year winner um and it did sell well but that's also from their little spin-off indie sort of thing it's not like a sustained um sustain profitability and everything like that i think i think in a world where ea's obviously seeing that what's happened with activision and bethesda and shit and i think it's it's a it's a case of oh, i didn't even know we could do that like can we get can we is that thing we can do like <laughs> can we get in mm. on that sort of thing um i would agree with what ash was saying too before where i think amazon would be it sense as far as a a buyer or a merger partner because amazon's just been burning money trying to make their games department work and that none of it has and they've literally just spent millions of dollars like trying to make these games these mmos have been putting out successful and they're cancelling and whatever else it's like okay well just take that millions of dollars and partner up with ea or buy them and you there you go like you know like <laughs> there's your there's your games division there's a the start of what you can actually i mean
1: that would no, be huge as well because obviously Amazon owns Twitch and like yeah. a lot of those sports games get integrated like more heavily and that kind of stuff. Uh, that that one is the one that makes the most sense. The one that makes the least sense is
0: Disney because Disney literally just got rid of their games
1: division. So yeah. And I think- I mean, are- Disney's the only one they throw around because of the respawn connection. Yeah.
2: Um, but I think Disney now is very comfortable with- it's kind of more free-flowing licensing ideas. Yeah. They, of, they don't
0: want to own and do the Star Wars games in-house. They want to, they want other people doing them. The same as the Marvel
2: games. So, yeah. it's Yeah, 100%. It's like, it's where they can say stuff like, you know, Marvel Avengers didn't go that well, but we've got Marvel Spider Man that props it up and brings everything else yep. up with it. Like it's it's I think um, as a whole. Yeah. And I mean
0: most Disney people love Guardians. To. I don't know what it sold like, 100%. but most people loved Guardians, so that was it sold less
1: than they wanted it yeah. to be. Well, yeah, again, Square Enix, yeah.
0: Square Enix wanted yeah. it to do like a billion like an unrealistic amount, whatever they were asking for. It was just yeah. ridiculous what they thought it would do. For a single player it, game, like
2: yes. Just a minor point, and this isn't. I guess you know, even with the the recent success of It Takes Two for EA, despite my personal opinions of it, it didn't. Then in in theory, it didn't sell as well as it maybe could have because for every two people, only one person needed to buy the game. It still sold well, like because it It still sold well. uh, That
1: second person wouldn't have got trophies, so everybody bought (laughs) it. Fuck, that's a good point.
0: That's a good point. Very good point. No, that, that indie stuff, or whatever they call that, that's the uh, direction. Oh,
2: when they did, like, Unravel and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, like so
0: they've done two Unravel. Yeah. They did Lost in Random, uh, It Takes Two. I don't know if I'm- EA Arts. EA Arts know. or something, yeah. That's, like, been one of their more
1: recent good ideas over the last, like, four years or whatever. So, um, talking okay. about EA- I'll say, you know, the the development cost on Skate 6 is what's dragging this company down.
0: Skate it's 6 is Skate fucking 4, Ash. Like, what are you- <laughs>
2: Sorry, Ash lives in a world Ash lives in a better world than you and me You know, they had to cancel four They had to cancel
1: four and five, yeah
2: they, no, no, no! Oh, they cancel four for.
1: I just thought actually <laughs> they just a jumped where they've, to six. They've consistently
2: like brought out four and five, and this is the the world. Wasn't four and
1: five like mobile games? I don't know. No, Do there's know. not
0: mobile fucking skate games. How would that even work when the whole gameplay
2: structure is designed around? Um, you actually you like it comes with a strap that you strap it to your shoe. Oh my god! And then you get a real skateboard
1: and you actually skate.
0: Don't say that because you know I would buy it. So <laughs> <laughs> you
1: fucking would as well.
3: I
0: would totally buy that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You just have to roll it around the skate Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Phone I, the-
0: I, I'm down. I, I, I'm the sucker. I am the sucker sometimes. Uh, but yeah, Star, uh, Star Wars EA Respawn, let's talk about it. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yes, it is the official name of the game. Uh, we got the first, uh, teaser. Of course, it's a CGI teaser. I don't know why people were expecting gameplay. As I said a couple of weeks ago, this was definitely going to drop during Star Wars Celebration. It's where it made sense. Will we see gameplay over the next couple of weeks at, um, Summer Game Fest or something? Definitely a possibility. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe we won't. Doesn't matter. Either way, the game's coming in 2023. It is set five years after the events of Star Wars Fallen Order. It still stars Cal Kestis as much as people wish, uh, it wasn't. Or- or cared i don't know um he's still on the run he's five years after the events he's now even one of the fewer remaining jedi in the world don't really know <gasps> much about the story other than <sighs> that but ash what did you make of the uh teaser trailer that dropped for star wars jedi survivor looks looks pretty you
2: know yeah
1: does, more style star- <laughs> <does laughs> <look laughs> yeah. okay okay is that the grand inquisitor at the end The 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 bad guy no
2: the bad guy, yes. That's
1: not. Yes.
0: No, it's not the Grand Inquisitor.
2: Yes, it it's, looks like it
0: is. No, 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 no. It looks like it's the same sort of species of. Uh, uh, like, is it even just the eye? Uh, thing? The eye thing
3: for
0: the Grand Inquisitor. I mean, it can, it, look, if it looks. I don't think
2: it looks anything like him, but look. I think it looks very much neither like Neither does I, the dude in Kenobi, it, So To <laughs> me, it makes no sense if it isn't the Grand Inquisitor.
0: I need to look yeah. up. It's like a Dathomore,
2: like, dude. Or like a Nah, witch. like that's the Grand Inquisitor because he's got the black things on his ears. I'm like 100. That's the Grand Inquisitor because if this is the because I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order at the moment. Did you um, start it again? I started again. Oh. I'm now further than I was when I originally played it. You start um, more games. I'm really than you really enjoying I it. Swear to time. God, <laughs> I fucking do. I'm gonna. I really want to finish this one. Um, but um, I don't think he's.
0: I because uh, a- the Grand Inquisitor has like these red. Okay, hang
1: on. Uh, so apparently, according to the Star Wars official site, thanks to a caption, the person in question is simply an Imperial senator on Coruscant. Yeah, that makes not sense. the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, I was about to say because bold choice to show this trailer. Uh, yeah, that's what the, I same thought weekend, when I it. the same weekend. The same weekend, Obi Wan comes out and everybody's been complaining about the Grand Inquisitor and in that not looking. You know what? The way they a point
2: because I actually really liked him when I was watching the show. Afterward, like beforehand, I thought it was meh. I liked it, Jerry.
0: I think he looks better in the show than Context. he does look in the two second part where you're spinning the lights in the-, the teaser trailer, yeah. Um yeah, what do you make of this though, uh then Karen? If you're like well, hold on, before discussing this, how so how much further are you in the game? Because I remember last time, didn't you just get up to like Kashyyyk or some fucking like horrible yeah, place? Yeah, I'm
2: <laughs> I'm I'm after Kashyyyk. Okay. Now. Like I am I'm gently the kind of putting my pacing through and it's the main thing I playing. Um I'll probably Go back to it at some today, other than trying out Cypher Elite Five. Um, but what difficulty
0: are you playing on, by the way?
2: Uh, just the normal one. Okay, I was about to say, just drop that shit to story, just fucking power through <laughs> it, skip through it. It's um, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think there's maybe a, I was trying not to read too much into this trailer as to not you know overly spoil the game for myself. I don't know how really, other than. The obvious spoilers that happened and people were up in arms about with the game when it originally released. I try not to look too far. I don't know if the guy in the back to that at the end is supposed to be is somebody you see no, um, it's Raiden. That's a rant. yeah, it's Raiden.
0: It's it's not a no, I don't know who that is. I have no idea.
2: It's not a known character. No, I okay. I don't, I don't know. Um so Seth- yeah, I was trying like not to Seth look Seth too, too far it into it. It does
0: look
3: like several. But
2: yeah. It did. Look like, I was like, dude, if fucking one when each starts playing, I'm in. I'm down for this. I'm fucking all about this. Someone make that edit. Like a, and he has like a really long lightsaber with like a small like tip at the. Oh, that'd be so sick. Um, but no, it, I I'm interested in it. I think it it kind of gives me even more motivation to to actually finish Jedi Fallen Order in my current playthrough. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a good and well timed and well done. Trailer. I think there's not much more you can say. That'll be hyped about it because you know. It, 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 did it even have a? It didn't have a release window or anything. Twenty twenty three. It's literally it's just next 2023. year. Twenty twenty three. They've yeah. got next year, so. So you know, it'll say that it'll get delayed to twenty twenty four. Um, so we still got a little bit to to go to to experience with that game.
1: Yep. Dylan, what do you think? Fine. <laughs> <I> mean, like, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan <laughs> is right. like the
2: most like middle of the row like was I don't know like this is the
0: thing the, like so I just don't because I'm like like in our on explosion I'm like the Star Wars guy right but I often feel like I'm not because but I'm also not the like fucking love everything yeah yeah you're <laughs> like,
1: not uh, 100%, yeah, 100% devoted to the church of Star Wars yes. yeah yeah
0: yeah Um, I mean I'll, I'm I'm keen to find out more I'll definitely play it these are all already things that are going to happen did I like Star Wars Jedi Fo- uh, Fallen Order? It was okay. Didn't love the story. Thought Cal is a bit of a boring character. Does this teaser do anything to fix those problems? No. Does it change my thoughts on wanting to play it? No. Are there some cool things in here? Yeah, sure. Looks pretty. Is it going back to tank? I don't know. Is it the old man from the first game? Actually, that's who it could be. Now that I'm thinking about it. I don't know. That wouldn't make sense. But that's the only character that I'm... Uh, there's a there's an old dude that you fight in a temple. Uh, I don't know if Ash ever even got up to that part. He was like, I don't know. You'll get there eventually, Kieran. I don't know. He's the only character from the first game who has long hair, though, that I can think of. So, um, But I don't know why he would be brought back to life. There's no fucking reason. But anyway,
1: could be some old Jedi. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's interesting because obviously it We've seen tanks like that before in other Star Wars things. Well, it's a back to tank. I guess. That's what it is. It's all a, I'm it's, saying 100% is it could be a, tank. It's it's could tank. Be a clone, that's all I'm saying. No,
0: it's you a back know? to tank. No. It's, it's a back a to tank, thing. the dude's being healed. It could be. Yeah. No, it is. I'm, I'm telling you. It is.
2: Maybe. It's a back to the tank. I'm- Look, actually, <laughs> he's a scholar of the wills. <laughs> Dylan is a scholar of the wills. He would know this shit, okay? <laughs> ah, that's a good name for a podcast, eh?
1: um no it's not. No, <laughs> it's not no it's not
2: it's not it could be no no
1: <laughs> like you're looking it. up wills of like different people is that Do the I, idea for the podcast I, I, yeah,
2: yeah. Is it, could you be a scholar of wills who, who even collects those to read them in length
0: well, like, one day when someone has a really popular podcast with that name you'll be like oh i should have believed you no, because we'll be making these exact same jokes. About M- imagine, if the, yeah. imagine if in the imagine if in the back to tank had actually been the toad that you kill
2: from the start of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you! <yeah. laughs> you know what? I was actually reasonably annoyed this time because I did it in one shot. And I didn't realize the first time I played it, you could like drop down on that idiot and like do like half his health in like one yeah. go. Well, I mean,
0: the other thing is, so you can do that. There's Like any Souls-like game, there's a million ways you can do that fight. So yeah. the way that most people are doing it is they're just like dodging, getting in for damage, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you can drop in and like half health him in one shot. And then also the other way you can beat him really easy. Like, I don't even remember if it's in one hit or not. All you got to do is like dodge his tongue attack and then you turn and sw- uh, cut his tongue off. And I think it like kills him or at least does oh, like half damage to him. Fair so that's pretty cool yeah or else most people are like oh this guy keeps killing me but it's because they're like dodge rolling in and like just trying to attack his body but yeah like any souls game yeah. there was a few ways you could uh, mm. get in there and do shit um let's talk a little bit about this because i thought it was interesting and i was like so i was like oh no maybe i'll download this and then i was reading about this and i'm like this is interesting so um kataka has an article that says nino kuni cross worlds launches in australia towers of de- tries to downplay blockchain links so Nino Cooney Kuni, Cross Worlds, an adorable mobile RPG from developer Netmarble is out now on iOS App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, it's also on PC as well. Uh, but it's a cute RPG set in the world of the mainline games and features some of the most lovely visuals in a mobile game this side against an impact. Uh, judging by the games produced by the same studio, it's probably full of NFTs and block- blockchain bullcrap. First reported by FanByte, the game's connections to NFT and blockchain technology were first discussed in Netmarble's blog post last month. Here's what NetMarble had to say. In line with A3 Still Alive. That's a game. Neo Cooney Crossworlds users will be able to acquire in game currencies by hunting in particular field or dungeon and exchanging them for individual game tokens and MXMBX. MBX. How will blockchain technology be linked to various contests in Neo Cooney Crossworlds? We are very curious. Their own fucking blog post writes. One might think this leaves Netmarble's intentions regarding the blockchain somewhat oblique of the pages of the Netmarble website related to Nino CUNY crosswords. A few of them mentions connection to the blockchain. However, the blog post linked above features a roadmap that provides a crystal clear path for the game across the Netmarble portfolio. The broad expectation is that opportunities to buy NFTs or play to earn crypto mechanics will begin to appear in months after launch in line with Netmarble games. Um, so I really wanted to try this, but also now I kind of don't want it because I don't want to don't participate in this shit like this is so this is that new thing um I don't know if, how much you see this stuff pop up but there's there's like a whole it's like a really uh, there's a group of youtubers now who cover it a lot, and I see them pop up or whatever, like covering these uh you know play to play uh what are they call called play to earn whatever they call them play to earn games or whatever it's like blockchain stuff where you can play video games get money because you earn a cryptocurrency and all this sort of stuff which i fucking hate because i'm like i know this is something that what's his face from one big studio is talking about recently you know like play to earn is the future of the industry i'm like that's horrible like why are we (laughs) why why are we doing this stuff so um Mm. yeah i don't know um ash what do you what do you what do you think? Have you seen this game? I've seen, pretty I've seen
1: the ads for this. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And then it's like an action RPG on a mobile phone. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not about that life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, it just seems weird that the, of all the franchises to potentially kick this off in NF, NFTs on the mobile game, Nino Cooney Uh seems the weirdest one. I don't know why you wouldn't just throw it into one of their big, their big titles. Oh, no, like, no. they've got Marvel Future Fight or Revolution or whatever. No. And they've also got a BTS game. It's like, just check your NFT bullshit in those. And they can talk I'm to- sure you'll get some fish.
0: Kotako article, like they write, the hope idiots. it appears is to pull players in with the game's nice presentation, Studio Ghibli art direction, and then spring the crypto nonsense on them later. And it's like, fans of the No Kuni franchise and those interesting gacha games were immediately suspicious several Redditors in the r gacha uh, gaming subreddit but questioned Netmarble's reasons for acquiring the license in the first place. So,
1: Yeah, it just seems like a weird situation, especially with the NFT market like collapsing. On itself continually. Why would you try? Sorry, Seth Green. Why would you try and continue it? No, he can lose money. Someone just stole it. I know, but it's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) hey,
2: he can't make that show anymore. Yeah, we've been deprived. No, he'll have Seth Rogen comedy.
1: He won't be able to make that bored ape TV show. He'll just have to change it to like a sleepy ape or something. (laughs) Slightly
2: disenfranchised ape,
1: disinterested ape, yeah
2: stolen it
0: uh do you have any thoughts on this game
2: uh i just think it is are we just gonna see more of this going forward until somebody decides to do something about nfts and and does something kind of uh yeah i mean if
1: none of them are successful then maybe they'll stop
2: Mm, i feel like we see that in so many other games until somebody is successful you know for every fortnight there's been a billion fucking battle royale games that have come and failed like it's you know yes there's nobody who's proven the who's proven the concept yet but somebody will prove the concept and then it'll just yeah keep going from there
0: yeah i um i'll disappointed because i probably would have given this a go and now i'm like yeah that's i don't know if i can i don't know if i can but, I mean, if a million games, if every game in the world future has this stuff implemented, at some stage I'm like, oh, we lost the fight. <laughs> like, what's <Yep>. the- <laughs> I have no choice at this stage. Sort of thing. All right. I want to quickly go over the Pokemon Go upcoming uh, season of Go is the next season. So this is the, much like most games, they do three-month rotations of seasons. Uh, so I just want to quickly go over this stuff for people who are playing, like myself. Um... So the bonus, seasonal bonuses this season are. Uh, increased friendship bonus for damage with raid, module duration extended for one hour. One extra special trade per day doesn't help me because I don't have any people around me. One extra Pokemon candy when trading Pokemon doesn't help me because I can't trade. Guaranteed Candy XL when trading Pokemon doesn't help me because I can't trade. Guaranteed gifts from Pokestop spins. Increased damage from Pokemon participating in raids remotely. That last one's really interesting because actually Niantic's been in a lot of shit lately with Pokemon Go players. Um they I don't know I don't know how much you see this pop up. Probably don't. There's all this drama at the moment because they um they changed the price of the remote raids. Tickets. Um, you used to be able to buy a bundle with three of them for 250 coins in the poker uh, in the store, and they upped it to 300 Um, they're purposely trying to push people back into playing like like walking places. Um, so they haven't taken the remote stuff out of the game. They're just ma- they're trying to sort of disencourage it over actually walking down the street and going and doing the raid in person, sort of thing. So um, it's been a whole point of contention so but increased damage for Pokemon participating in remote remotely is good because you do buy uh whenever you remote rage your Pokemon do less damage anyway like that's the the downside of remote lading so i don't know if that just equals out now or what to go is anyway uh, your community day is this, uh, upcoming s- s- three months will be the 25th of June, 17th of July, and August 13th. No Pokemon have been announced. A bunch of cool raids are coming back though. So stuff that I'm actually excited about for once. So between June 1st and 7th, Kyogre and Mega Steelix, uh, will be in raids. June 7th to 16th, you got Groundon back and Mega Aerodactyl. June 16th to 23rd, Mewtwo with Shadow Balls back. Uh, and you got Mega Venusaur. And then June 23rd to July 1st, Mewtwo with Psystrike is back uh Mega toys so both those Mewtwo moves are exclusive so i actually want those because i don't have a good Mewtwo. Uh, spotlight hours for the june nose pass on june 7th two times candy for catching pokemon and stuff like that is really cool uh, i if you want to read some more of the stuff the article i've got up on the website will be linked um, so and then the ticketed event so in case no one knows for some reason i don't know why you wouldn't but pokemon go fest 2022 is happening on june 4th and 5th uh, it's between 10 a.m and 6 p.m. local time. So this is a thing they started. I don't know if they started last year or the year before. Anyway, whenever COVID happened, they were like, because prior to this, Pokemon Go events were only done like, uh, like they would do it in a city and you had to be there sort of thing. And then obviously with COVID, they started doing ones where you could buy a $20 ticket and it was just like a worldwide one. So now they're, I think they're just going to keep doing those forever now, as well as having, um, last month they had their first in location event. I think it was in, spain or somewhere i can't actually remember anyway so that's happening that's exciting because um, that's the only one obviously you'll be able to participate in because they don't do fucking events in australia as much as people are asking for them there's like a petition to get one in either melbourne or brisbane people are hoping to get like as a good location for a pokemon go um event. what are you smoking about i know you want some sake
2: no oh it's just it's just the Pokemon you do what about I feel so out of it now with Pokemon Go. I don't know. It just feels so fucking... Am I old? Why? I'm younger than you, and I feel old listening to you talk about Pokemon Go. Why? I don't know. Just not down with, not down with the sickness in the in that way. I mean, you're not into it's... Fortnite either, so <laughs> yeah, you're
1: <not>. <laughs> 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 You're only as old as you want to be. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: I do hope they do. It. I really want them to do an event in Australia because I definitely wherever I would definitely fly and like, you know, like if they did it for a weekend, I'd definitely go to Melbourne or uh, Queensland or wherever the fuck they did it. I'd fly and do it. You
2: know what? They could do it in Shepparton.
1: <laughs> I can guarantee, I almost
0: guarantee that it will not happen. <laughs> I appreciate.
1: In I appreciate Sydney <laughs> not being the point of the choice.
0: You know, they want somewhere with like so. Usually the wherever they go it has it's usually a city that has a good sort of open area like a park or something with lots of poker stops and because the way they do it is obviously they program it in the game that you buy the ticket and then the game recognizes as long as you're within this programmed area as long as you've brought the ticket you're then participating in the game and then they have um niantic's there they set up tents they got people in pikachu costumes wandering around you know they've got like. Stuff.
2: You throw your phone at the Pikachu no. <laughs> people and try and catch <laughs> them.
0: They usually, like, they usually obviously fly in some of the more famous Pokemon Go YouTubers and stuff and have them, like, be there so people can meet them. Like, you they, start they turn it out because you can. They do an event you start, in there. So there's a reason to actually participate the yeah.
1: doing it. Yeah. yeah mm. So, so listen, Queensland state government, if you're listening, uh, invest in Pokemon well, Go is what we're saying.
0: Apparently, it is up to the government. That's the problem. So apparently, it comes down to not night antic actually picking a location and going hey we want to go here it's actually more of a f- from all the places i've done it's actually the government's being like do you because do you want theory- to do this because it's like a tourism or like a like yeah. a sort of thing so mm-hmm. like it's up to the yeah
2: yeah it's the same thing with like the uh esports um events in melbourne a lot of them have to be tied in with with Melbourne and actually the the, the Victorian government, okay? Because it's not only the fact of the tourism side of it, it's also, can is your city ready to take on this influx of people doing this particular thing for this period of time? Yeah. it's Yeah, it's basic economics, really.
0: Um, and then the other thing they've announced that I'll talk more about when I get hands-on with it is Nantic has a app coming out sometime in the next couple months. That's basically...
1: Whoa! (laughs) Sorry. That is
0: going to be their... um, It's a social app for all their games, but the idea is that... So you can organize... So it's them wanting to move people off organizing stuff in like local discords and more into like uh, an app. So say like you open the app and you can see there's like a raid happening there. You can then post and like share with your friends like, hey, do you want to do this? Like, do you want to like, can anyone meet up at 2.30 and do this one with me? Like they're trying to do something like that.
1: So it'll be a separate app that's... Bring everybody together.
0: Yeah. So it's it'll be messaging sharing events i don't know like it's sounds maybe good but i'll have to like see how it all plays out because at the moment i'm pretty sure worldwide most people just have um either a facebook group in their city or like a discord group in their city where it's like that's where pokemon Mm -hmm. go sort of stuff is is shared so they're trying to yeah you get everyone into one thing so see how that goes when that comes out in the next month or two or something like that i think it's supposed to be the go all right uh, Callisto Protocol is no longer set in the PUBG universe. This was random. I don't know if anyone remembers this yeah. game, but this is the nope. thing. Uh, really? You don't? Anyway. Uh, so but, but, but PlayStation Lifestyle. The Callisto Protocol, the upcoming survival horror game from striking Distance studios, is no longer set in the PUBG universe. Instead, it'll inhabit a separate continuity. When Striking Distance Studios announced the Callisto Protocol at the Game Awards 2020, it was met with enthusiasm. However, it was perplexed viewers that it was somehow supposed to tie into the PUBG Battleground universe. This was confusing because there isn't really a PUBG universe. The game has some lore that Krafton added after the fact free websites and trailers. However, the game itself doesn't have a ton of characters outside of chicken dinner and a frying pan memes. So Glenn Schofield tweeted out earlier this week, FYI, Callisto: the game is its own story and world. It will no longer take place in the PUBG universe. It was originally part of the PUBG timeline, but grew into its own world. PUBG is awesome, and we still have a little surprise for fans, but TCP is its own world, story, and universe. So for people who forgot, the Callisto Protocol is, before they announced the Dead Space remake, this was the Dead Space game to be excited about. It's from the person who did Dead Space, and it was, uh, the teaser trailer was very much like, space it was like a survival a prison, horror right? it was something like a, like a prison yeah it looked yeah. yeah it was like space looked very dead spacey and i remember that when the trailer dropped i was like this looks fucking cool glenn schofield and all this sort of thing let's go this is hype and then after the fact they were like it's part of the pubg universe and everyone was like what because <laughs> it was that whole <laughs> thing where um uh what's he called himself player no no yeah player unknown that dude like the actual Head, the dude who created PUBG and everything. Like, he left the main studio working on PUBG and he went and started these other studios and whatever to work on other projects, different sorts of games that were all supposed to be part of the PUBG universe. And this was like one of those studios that was um, working on this game. So now I love the fact that now they the just reached the stage where like this is just probably dumb to include in the PUBG universe. The idea of building a PUBG universe is dumb. In itself, so I don't know. Either way, I'm still hyped for this game. Hopefully we could potentially see something it was this year.
2: PUBG almost feeling the need to, you know, uh, Fortnite had built itself into this kind of multi-dimensional universe kind of system. Apex Legends is already part of a wide-branching universe and continues to grow and build upon that. Hmm. I feel like when this was originally brought out, I was like, oh, this is PUBG's trying to cling on to something to try and mimic that same kind of pathway for itself. And it, it was, yeah, it was a very... Last gasp for, uh, attempt at doing so.
0: I Still, just don't know who cares about PUBG. Like, who gives a fuck? Not many people anymore. Who gives a
3: fuck?
0: Um, Lord of Rings Golem got a release date finally. I feel like we've been talking about this game for anyway. Anyway, daily Entertainment and they Na- Nicon have announced that Lord of Rings Golem will release on September. PS5, PS4, PC, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and a Nintendo Switch version will be coming apparently later in the year. Presumably, I'd guess that get pushed to next year to be honest. But anyway, um, I remember Karen had like some maybe you're interested thoughts on this last time we talked about it. Like, would you play yeah, this in September?
2: I still, I still think I'm still interested in this game. I still think it's going to be um, interesting. It's interesting for them to take this as the aspect of you know it happens during the course of the. Early parts of Fellowship of the Ring to try and fill in what kind of Gollum was up to and Gollum's storyline for that. I hope we do get to do some like creep in on Gandalf and Frodo and, yeah. and that kind of thing. But um Well the gameplay it's, they've it's showed is very
0: much, very much like a stealth game, so.
2: Yeah, very much like yeah, it'll be stealth. I'm still they've still not shown any fucking gameplay of this game really.
0: They've shown a little like, bit. But not like they've shown large a little chunks.
2: bit, but not not much to get an idea of what this game is moment to moment. Um, no, I you know I just want to kill some fat filthy hobbitses. You know it's um, mm. it is, and I think you know it's releasing at a good time considering Lord of the Rings has its own uh, Amazon series coming out this year. Um, it will kind of yeah cross with that, and I think I mean
0: it literally it, yeah, will. So I uh, just double checked. This game comes out September first. Lord of the Rings: Ring of Power starts the second of September. Yeah. So it's literally now the week of. And they say delay that series. Well, can, yeah. You you let's can, say delay the like, series. You, yeah.
2: yeah. you can lick your, 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 your golem like fingers and, and prepare for ring of power by jumping into this. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about
0: game pass. Ash's favorite thing. So Kotaku this week put up this article after years of hype the Xbox Game Pass burnout is here. Um so, I'll just write this quickly. i go over this quickly. Typically, they write, when Game Pass starts trending, it's either because it scored a killer game or some influencers co uh, cohorted a viral joke that ultimately does nothing of than hand a $2, trillion, tri- two trillion corporation two days of free marketing. Over the past few days, however, Microsoft's Games on Demand program started trending for another reason. Players say they're unsubscribing for now. The burnout largely comes from subscribers saying that Game Pass isn't delivering on its value proposition for a monthly be. Game Pass grants you access to a Netflix-style library of games you can download to your Xbox or PC, or in some cases, stream to a compatible device. But the big selling point is this. Every first-party Microsoft game hits the library at launch. Many subscribers get access to, at no extra cost to Microsoft's prestigious first-party releases like Halo Infinite or Forza Horizon 5. Uh, this month, Bethesda officially now is part of Xbox's first-party studios, following an industry-shaking acquisition in 2021, the latest two biggest forthcoming games, Space RPG Starfield and vampire shooter Redfall, developed by Bethesda subsidiary Arcane. Both were expected to launch day one on Game Pass this year. Now they won't come out f- until the first half of 2023, leaving Microsoft's first-party portfolio looking much drier than it did a month ago. Um, so this article was going around, and I don't know, people were given... Um, I don't I don't know if people were just getting annoyed about the headline or something, but people were like giving shit to Katako over this for some reason, even though I was like, I mean like I did see people making the tweets. Like they didn't start the like Game Pass was trending not because of them, but they wrote after. Anyway. Ash, let's get your mm. thoughts because you hate Game Pass and Xbox and everything. This this <laughs> idea that people were so pissed after the delay of uh, t- those two Bethesda games and with no upcoming uh first party currently we are about to get an xbox conference so i will say currently um we currently have no major xbox first party releases on the calendar do you think it's a fair criticism for people to have that game pass is a a waste of money at
1: this point and to uh i think it's you know just a case of people making smart financial decisions you know if there's games there that they're not interested in playing then why are you paying for the service um which is a bad thing for Xbox that they're not consistently putting out games that uh, people want to play, you know, or like a large volume of people. I think it's treating this new story on the back of Netflix's disastrous kind of first start of the year um, where they've been losing subscribers uh, and then had to like cut a lot of people. Xbox is probably not going to have that same problem because they've got an endless vat of money. But, uh, you know, if you if you're not using a service, don't pay for it is what we're saying. I don't think there's anything wrong with telling people that. I don't mean, think, especially now with price of everything going up, it's like, you know, can't fault people for not paying for something that they don't have to.
0: My one thing I'll say on that is, do you think that it's a good idea to only care about Game Pass? and want to subscribe to it for solely the first party AAA games.
1: I don't. I think that's clearly what draws people in. That's like the big figure things. I mean, sure, there's other great games that are on there that you might not have played that are smaller titles. And obviously, there's a certain segment of the audience who this is the best way for them to financially get access to a large number of games. So I suspect they would continue to subscribe unless they don't want to play those games. And it's all personal choice. Like,. You know, you, just because you have access to stuff doesn't mean you have to play it, you know what I mean? Mm. It's all personal taste and, like, what people want from their video games. Yeah.
0: I mean, there is an element of this too, though, with the people saying this stuff. are like kind of like adding Phil Spencer and being like, fuck you, you fucking oh, you yeah, lied to the- us. And now I'm going to unsubscribe. And you piece of shit. How dare you delay the game? You should have just put it out broken and I would have complained to you then as well. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Kieran, what do you make of this story?
2: Uh, I think it's an interesting point. I think, I don't think this is the first time that Xbox Game Pass has gone through a down period, like not even a down period, but gone through ebbs and flows. Like, I feel like, I feel like there are definitely, and I think this is the same for Netflix for me personally, is there are peaks and ebbs and peaks and flows to what you use those services for. You don't have to use those services for absolutely everything. You just peak it to your fancy, you know? I think, Mm -hmm. um... I, I think a couple of things. I think those delays happen. I also think at the same time, I feel like Xbox have something in their back pocket that they, they will be announcing for it. If they don't, okay, maybe not. But like, I, I feel like at the start of the year, we the start of the year was fucking jam-packed with stuff on Game Pass. There was so much, and I guess the when you go from that to to now where it's, it's not as like, you know, we're getting bits and pieces, we're getting Sniper Elite 5, um, you you know you ebb and flow with that um which it, it shows that xbox isn't controlling when people put stuff on game pass or when people are releasing their games mm. people release their games whenever they want to and game pass will just have it when there and then i think it, it, it game pass should be flexible it should be what you want to use it for um you know if there are if you look at every game you're going to play as game pass of the year if you and say for at least for the triple a games if you were going to go Triple A or higher games, I was going to buy these anyway. I could bet like two or three of those if you were to, you know, two, three, four of those games would equal out to the price of Game Pass for 12 months. If you're going at retail value of 70 to 80 dollars, you know, Australian, I think uh Game Pass for a year like uh maybe it's cheaper, but I use for the ultimates like 250 bucks for a year, maybe. Um like that is all of those games in that price. So cancelling it, sure, you're you're cancelling it and you're keeping that money and you're saving even more money from it. And you are free at your value to pay for that game whenever you want. Pay, pay for that service whenever you want to pay for that service. You could pick it up again as soon as that AAA game comes. To be honest with you, I don't think Xbox... I don't want to say they don't care about people unsubscribing, but I think for the amount of people unsubscribing, there are a lot more people that aren't using the service that have still got their subscriptions on.
1: But and I still think, but Xbox needs everybody to keep subscribing to keep everything in the black. You know, it needs to. It's it's the same with all these streaming services. They need to keep growing exponentially. They need to keep growing like every they quarter. Do, to, but I think to justify the, the spending. Time, you know,
2: at the same time, I think yeah, as we've seen with Netflix, Netflix is the the giant that it is, and it's still having to do you know cuts and into subscription model of that. I just. I believe that these services have incredibly high highs where they make a fuck ton of money out of hype and about of people being excited for the games. And then they go through low periods where people do drop off. They do, you know, foresee people unsubscribing. If If you can't, you would have to have projections, like Microsoft would have to have projections of we see this many people being unsubscribed for this period of time and have an understanding of that. If any service is not doing that, that's, you know, that's insane. That's bad. And I think we are coming off a point where the pandemic's kind of semi-over. Like, we're going into natural, normal life now. People are back out doing stuff. Of course, this year, places like Netflix, Xbox Game Pass, Twitch, all these services that have had an influx of users over the past 24 months because people have been stuck at home and they've needed these services. Of course, there's going to be a... a decent sized chunk of unsubscription and unsubscribers coming from this i think with microsoft yes it is bad that they've had to pull some quality games out of like some AAA games out of their service but you've still got a whole fuck ton of other great games and there is there is even if it's not for you there are always games coming it's not like you're paying for game pass and nothing is coming out. if you're paying for game pass and there's no new games being added then I'd be, you know, understandable that sure, there's 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 no point. You can be angry, but just because there are games coming out and they're not for you, is no right for anybody to be angry with Xbox. You are free to cancel and take your fifteen dollars away, and then start paying it again if something comes out that you want to play. I think no matter what, at the end of the the, the kind of at the end of it all, Xbox Game Pass is still a fucking amazing value service. Um, I, I to this day will always say fuck I wish I had Game Pass when I was a kid imagine being a kid with Game Pass now that's like your trip to Blockbuster but it's on your Xbox whenever you need it to be and your parents are only having to put $15 down into it a month like that's fucking insane value for so many more families so many more kids so many more people growing up and getting access to games now that we wouldn't have had when we were children no way
0: I think the thing that annoys me, like, uh, yeah, if you don't like the subscription of anything, like Game Pass, Netflix, Stan, Disney, whatever, take your money away and resubscribe when you want it. I th- the thing that annoys me though about any of these things, be it Xbox, Netflix, whatever, because Netflix has a similar problem at the moment where people are like, oh, "I'm unsubscribing. There's nothing on here." I just hate that because I'm like, oh, "There's plenty on here." Like the, the Xbox and Netflix actually are very similar to me in that people are seeking. They, they're saying there's nothing on Xbox because there's no AAA big X Party first things on there. And then Netflix people unsubscribing at the moment saying there's nothing on there because they're not getting a new Stranger Things every other fucking week. And I'm like, but there's always... That's
1: a weird thing to say this week.
3: Yeah, I know, but is- I'm saying. Because like, <laughs> there's
0: not a Witcher every other week or, a, you know, like a big... These okay. big ones that people care about. But I'm always like, but Netflix has shit like coming out every week. Like, and... If you don't care about those things, okay, that's your problem. But to expect a Stranger Things, a Witcher um, or whatever else, like a Arcane or something like literally every week to be dropping, and then the second those sorts of quality, bigger properties aren't, and then be like, oh, there's nothing on here. I'm like, you're so like, it's sort of like so ridiculous because there's no way you've watched everything that's on there. There's no way you've played every game. Like Xbox Game Pass adds... Like, I think twice a month it is. They they add a bunch of
2: new titles usually. It's like twice a month they add some new stuff. And if you look well, at they, that list... they generally have monthly schedules up. Yeah. Where they're like, we're going to add all these games this month. Here's all the dates for it. Yeah. Here you go.
0: And if you look... If I swear, if you could look at that full list and be like, there's absolutely nothing here that interests me, it's either because you've got so much money, you've already brought all these games, at which stage I don't think you really get to complain about the service not being worth the money because you're you're just playing everything at that point. Or you're you're much similar to that Twitter post going around at the moment, like your game of variety score or whatever, your game of variety score must be like a two out of 10 and you only want to play big triple A things, which again, fine. If that's all you care about, take your money away or whatever. But to say there's nothing on here when there's stuff being added consistently, I just don't think it's a, like, it's just such a privileged sort of complaint to make. Cause it's not like the stuff being added is bad. Quite often the stuff being added is good to Netflix or Game Pass in this conversation. Like quite often there's good stuff being added to Netflix, and people are still like, uh, don't care. This random thing. You know, whatever. Bullshit. Just random game on Game Pass. Don't care. Fuck this shit. Or indie bullshit. Yeah. Even if it's a really good game.
1: I mean, it's just it's like another case like, of Game know, Pass devaluing sh- indie games even more because it's <laughs> It's sort of not content. Yeah. Okay.
2: And it's even stuff like, you know, uh this last month, like Xbox got bug snacks for the first time and it came straight to Game Pass. Like, you didn't have to go buy that game, but now that it's there and it's something the PlayStation users have had since its launch, you've got to go play it. you not got to go play it, but you can go play it now and you don't have to go and buy the game. Sniper Elite 5 came out in the last, what, two, three days? And it's yeah. there I game mean, Pass. Trek
1: I to Yomi play. obviously came straight to Game Pass, which, you know, according to Dylan's review over on know Network, .com is probably a good place to get it. Uh and then Sleeper Citizen, a game that I want to get around to playing because I've seen nothing but sleep. Is that Rape Citizen, Rape Citizen Sleeper? Yes, one Citizen of those Yeah. like Sleeper Citizen. Yeah, that came straight to Game Pass as well, so yeah. I mean. There's smaller stuff there, but obviously there are there is definitely an audience that is only interested in and the AAA.
2: Honestly, it's like, you know, I wouldn't be playing Jedi Fallen Order right now if it wasn't for the fact that it was on Game Pass. And then I randomly saw it when I was, like, it is the, the. I think the beauty of having Game Pass and the beauty of having Netflix is I can randomly just scroll through it and just be, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll pick this to say shit. Like, recently for on the Netflix side of things, I really wanted to start watching One Piece, but at the same time, I was wanting to watch One Piece while I could be distracted by something else. And so I was like, cool, I'll watch it on Netflix so I can watch listen to the dubbed. Uh, like listen to the yeah the dub version of it so i don't have to pay proper attention to it the whole time because it's a thousand episodes and i want to get through the start before i get to like the really good stuff
1: um whoa, 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 like whoa. I, dylan dylan's nodded off because you're talking about some anime. no i was, <laughs> I I know, I was looking at uh, I, <laughs> I,
2: I was bringing up a list dylan's- of uh, the, my l-
0: open xbox game pass app and uh, i was looking at the recently added so here's what's re- the in the recently added they've got pac-man museum plus sniper elite five floppy nights farming simulator 2022 uh or 22 jurassic world evolution 2 origami uh imuragani generation special edition little witch in the woods nhl 22 Illidan chronicle rising this war of mine final cut Romper 2 goodbye despair citizen sleeper tractor yomi luch river nba 2K22 and Bug Snacks. Like, I'm even for me, I'm like, I wouldn't want to play all that. But of the games there that I haven't played, stuff that I would be happy to try out for a Game Pass, I'm like, I'd try Sniper Elite out. I would try Floppy Nights out. I would try Jurassic World Evolution to it. I've wanted to play that. I'm um, reg- have a fuck you say it, generation game. Um, Little Witch in the Woods, I did download if I ever get a chance to play. Um, Citizen sleeper, uh, sleeper, I thought about trying, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I'm like, there's no that's the thing, that's the complaint. There's no big AAA games. Sniper Elite Five is probably the, the closest you've got in that most recent edition, There's still a bunch of or NBA, I guess. I mean, like, surely that counts. I don't know, but NHL, it's so. like a whole season afterwards, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But still, that's not a bad list of games, is my point. Like, there's a variety right, yeah. there, and
2: there's still something for everybody there, like, just because. If you're only playing AAA stuff, it's like use Game Pass to broaden your horizons. Play shit you would never normally play. Try things out. You know? It's, uh- Listen,
1: it's like people going to the cinema for only Marvel movies. Oh. Like there's other movies out I'm there.
2: Damn, I'm being attacked here. <laughs> i be fucking attacked here. The fact you felt The
1: fact you tweeted that, I was like,
2: No, it wasn't. That's the thing, right? Is that I've only... fucking alright, All right. Sidebar. It's not even between the cushions. (laughs) Fuck it. Sidebar. Went to see Top Gun this week. Yeah. And I think I remember the last time. I think the last movie I went to was like James Bond. That probably. It wasn't that long ago now. It was a year ago. But there was (laughs) something really fucking... (laughs) There was really nice about watching Top Gun, and it was and it was the thing where it's like it is normally. And I'm not somebody that goes to the movies a lot. I'm not a I'm not a cinephile. I don't, um, I don't feel compelled to go and watch everything. There's there's stuff I'd rather do than watch every movie in a cinema.
1: Um,
2: but yeah, it was just really nice and really refreshing in many ways. And this is the stupid. It was crazy thing to I, see
1: things that were actually real on the screen.
2: No, 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 no. It wasn't even that. <laughs> It was nice watching a movie that had throwbacks and had connections to another movie, and people not to start clapping and cheering because <laughs> of it. <laughs> like it was really fucking nice. I have been, you know? I was. I knew everybody in the cinema at the same time was crushing on Miles Teller shirtless during the homoerotic uh, football football scene. scene. But at the same time, nobody felt like cheering about it or applauding him or anything like that. And I was like, this is just nice. This is this is all right.
0: The funny the thing my on this sidebar real quick, I do think there is like a psychological thing where a lot of people, including yourself, only go to the cinema to watch Marvel movies. And the cinema has become a place where it's like, well, like psychologically, that's just Marvel now. Like c- cinema, Marvel. Marvel is the only thing I watch at cinema now. Like, Because if you think even if you were a big cinema goer, like 10, 20 years or whatever ago, um, and you only went and saw blockbusters, big movies, you were still getting a lot more variety. You were still watching, say you only watched James Bond or Top Gun or, you know, like whatever the big uh, action franchises, yes. Fast and Furious. Yeah. You, you only went and watched big action movies. That's fine. But you were still getting a lot more variety. Now that varieties being replaced by the biggest blockbusters today which are marvel movies and now it's like a, a associative thing where cinema is marvel marvel cinema why would i go watch anything else yeah. <laughs> there are no other movies <laughs> so i definitely think that's a real a real thing and that's a real problem uh, but yeah that's a whole different <laughs> fucking subject to get into all right i think we're done talking about game bars anyway unsubscribe don't subscribe Whatever. Wait, were we talking
2: about
0: yeah. gatepods? <laughs> 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 Alright, let's talk about what we've been playing. I want to um, get Ash's thoughts on Roller Champions in a second, but my quick Evil Dead update is I have managed to play as the Bad guys a couple of times since last week, so I just oh, want to quickly oh. go over how this actually. It took forever still to load. I think it took like. Here's
1: two, my question it though. It took before like fifteen you start. minutes. If that's your On question. stream, yeah. you like messaged the devs. Like, is this a bug? Yep. Did you ever get a response? Yep,
0: I'll look into
2: it. They said. <laughs> did did <laughs> no findings? No, I have got nothing. No, I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> so, I gotta sorry, we'll look into
0: wait. that.
1: They're still looking. And at was me. there any updates nope. since you? No, like, I got
0: an automated message that was not like
1: like an update for the the game. No, or
0: not that I've seen. It fixed no, it? no, no. It took fifteen minutes to load in every time I've done this. So it's still taking forever. I don't know what the is. Anyway, I got into it. That's but no. last time so I tried, so probably
1: just added you to the list of people who could be played. Yeah, played. I
0: mean, fifteen minutes is whatever. I know. You, I, I like we're saying on stream. Like I understand it probably takes longer to load into a game like it did to get Jason or something, but. Half an hour I timed it like after stream that time. Like half an hour is too long. Like that's it doesn't seem like that's not acceptable. Um, anyway, so here's how it works. Because <laughs> I um, I still remember last time talking about game. I'm like, I don't know how fighting this bad guy works. So you are first person ghost spirit view thing, right? So you literally fly around the the world, like you could be right next to the um, the human players, they can't see you they don't know like you're you spooking so what and then you have to collect red energy orbs that are sort of randomly around um the world as you're flying around um you have access to a map you will also get uh if uh one of the humans gets terrified that means you can see them and see where they are so that's how you sort of track down where they are but what you do is uh, early stages you're collecting these red orbs to then be able to use abilities um, and level up the as you progress through the game as you level up and other things happen you then unlock other abilities so at the start of the game what you can sort of do is at specific points you can plant scare traps Um, you can do cool things like um, say that you find human players and they're walking past a big spooky tree you can actually take control of the big spooky tree and fucking slap their ass like in the movies which is pretty funny and like terrify them and stuff like that um and then as you progress further you then unlock the um uh like you could also do like the one i was playing as at least because there's three different uh bad guy classes so they all have different movesets or whatever but like one of the the moves i have early is like a, a sort of charged ghost attack they'll like go through the uh the human character if i line it up right and they'll like spook them and like terrify them and stuff like that so at the start you're sort of just being a uh a, a shitty poltergeist trying to go around and scare them as you level up then you get access to you can um you can create portals where like enemy ai will jump out of and start attacking and stuff like that so that's when you get to the later stages i was talking about where last week if you watch the stream we talk, heard me talk about it like we are at the points as a human characters defending the the object like trying to get the the knife or trying to get the last page of the book like i'm floating around like creating portals trying to terrify characters but uh taking control of like an ash if he's terrified and then having to go and like fucking go full on other people and stuff it's actually pretty cool like it's 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 so much different to the human side of stuff that you don't feel like you're just playing a very similar thing but solo uh with different elements which is sort of like i guess what jason felt like but yeah it's, it's it's a lot more different um, if you manage to like sca- scare the human players with traps and stuff like that, you're like, ooh, like I got you, like sort of like it feels sort of fun. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm having some fun. I just wish you could get into games faster. Still, is my thing with that. so.
2: I am. Um, I managed to watch somebody do the um that the monster, yeah. the hunter, whatever you want to call it. I actually felt motion sickness while I was watching it, and I wasn't even paying full attention. It is fast. Like but you do fly so around know. fast, so. Like, it was very weird. It took, and after a while, I was used to it watching. But, like, yeah, it looked very fun. Um, I think for maybe... Did, did you do the tutorial for it before you jumped into it? Or did you just jump into a game?
0: Uh, no, I just jumped into a game.
2: Jumped into a game? Because maybe you had the, the understanding of what to do as a player. But when I was watching it, like, I was so confused what the fuck this person was supposed to be doing. Like... In terms of objectives or how to stop somebody from doing the objectives or, you know, what their kind of overall progression was to win. Um, It was very, there was a lot of information. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of interesting ways like you could pick and choose what to level up and what to gain uh, extra points in. Um, I think it's very... Yeah, complex and interesting. I just think it was there was a bit of a learning curve there from from at least from a viewer's perspective.
0: Yeah, I think there's it's it does seem a a bit confusing at first, especially if you were to jump in and play this first rather than like and not even understand what the other players are trying to do. But simply, if you find that players early, um, and then you can sit on their ass and always know where they are, then you're sort of going to have a massive advantage because you can you can you're so much faster than them that you can guess what. Page they're trying to go ne- next to and race to there and like set up some spooky traps and you know, like stuff like that to um get ahead of them. But if it takes you ages to find them, or the other players are really good at never getting terrified, so you don't even get alerted to their position. And it takes you forever to even figure out where they're going and they're just getting book pages and you're like, I don't know. You could try and guess. It's once they get the first three and then you know they're going for the final one, you're like, okay, cool. I know where they're going now. But it's that first like three where they can go sort of any direction that's the the hardest, I think. Yeah. Um Ash, you've managed to play some roller champions.
1: What's luck, yes, yeah, really. Uh, it's well, disappointing. <laughs> for people who don't know, Roller Champions is the Ubisoft game that was revealed at E3 like 20 years ago. Yep. Uh, in which you play like a roller derby kind of uh contest where you have to grab a ball and make several laps of the course to charge up the points, I guess would be the best way to describe it. So, if you do one lap, the if you shoot it in the goal, you get one point, if you do two laps, you charge it up to three points, you do three laps. Uh, yeah. Uh, five points, and you, you win, right? Or whatever it is. Well, five. Yeah, it's first to five points. Yeah. Um, if you lose, if the enemy team grabs a ball while you're doing the laps, then it resets. Um, and there's only there's certain checkpoints on the map, so you have to start from like the first. You have to go around to the first checkpoint. You can go around the, like, and the like direction of it is like clockwise. So you can go anti-clockwise around the track, but the checkpoints are still in the same like the first checkpoint loads up then the second checkpoint so you could do like six laps before you like complete a lap do you yeah. know what I mean yeah um it's fine you know it's I definitely feel like it's missed its opportunity to be like a big thing with uh, knockout city coming out first um I f- it just i feel like if you're not playing with a good team you're kind of it's not fun. Yeah. Like a team that's willing to do pass the ball, not just run the whole track by, the, try to run the whole track by themselves. Um, there's definitely like kind of elements of like strategy you can go with, like definitely passing the ball is like a huge, if you've got a team that will pass the ball, that's like a huge advantage It makes it much easier to go around the track um, and that kind of thing. I think, you know, I still haven't figured out exactly the speed mechanics, like you get faster if you're drifting behind somebody, but then like if you're completely by yourself, it's like how do you catch up with somebody else? I guess you just turn around and hopefully you tackle somebody going the other way. Um Yeah, I, I, I look forward to potentially playing this with like you guys or something, like seeing if that improves my opinion of the game. Um it is a little bit bland at the moment. There's only like the one track, like the one stadium in the game. So it's a bit repetitive. Um, At least with some other the other sports games, it's like the different locations, even like a different color set for the stadium would, I feel like freshen it up and like make it feel different, even if the layout of the field is the exact same. Um, And then obviously you've got the like battle pass kind of element to it, uh, which feels a little bit off at the moment. It just takes, feels like it takes a long time to unlock anything. It feels like a little bit money hungry. There's no way to earn, as far as like the currency in the game is wheels. There's, as far as I can tell so far, there's no way to earn wheels without paying for them, and wheels are the only way to. Wait,
2: don't you don't you get like eight wheels every time you load up a game or something? no, you,
1: you earn fans, skate. you earn fans, which lets you <laughs> power up the battle pass.
2: Wait, how do you skate then if you've got no wheels to skate on?
1: Don't don't know. Maybe that's the solution. I need to break the break the skates just every fucking, match.
2: You need to like smash your skates into like the opponent's faces to break the skates off. And I then mean, you just, or smash. you steal their skates. You steal their skates. You Man, just fucking s- and, yeah,
1: smash just it! I don't know. They're it. made of they're like the skates are made of like a hard rubber or something. I don't know if they would actually break if you mm. smash them into somebody else's face. Mm. That's gonna be that's gonna be a great. Maybe you can make a new currency by collecting
2: the teeth. Then
1: maybe. I I don't know if they'll be on board with that. <laughs> but yeah, it just feels kind of bland and like, yeah. It, it's not super fun or like over the top or like, yeah, this just a little, yeah. Bland is probably the best word I can use to describe Roller Champion so far. So uh, it is obviously free to play on everything. So, I mean, you can give it a shot, but.
0: Yeah, I, I still, I still, want, with I still the group, want to give I it a go. It like definitely sounds be, like yeah. what you're saying, it could be a lot more fun when you actually have people playing the game properly.
1: Yeah, and I only just unlocked the ranked mode, which I feel like will help with the shitty teams. Like, it's people who actually want to improve yeah, rather than just a random quick match of, like, I assume people trying the game for the first time. Um, so that might improve the quality of the games. Yeah. Uh, like, especially if it's, like, a tense, like, you're knocking people out. There are moments where it's, like, exciting and that, but...
0: That's like different than, like... Other times
1: you just get steamrolled. Knockout yeah.
0: champions if you are playing by yourself and people aren't passing the ball. It's, like,
1: cool. Yeah, but you can like actually pull things off. Like you can, I guess so. Yeah, you can like catch balls that are thrown at you. You can go chase, get your own ball if you need to. Um, Yeah, you can still feel like you're achieving stuff if you're not playing with a good team.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: And the and the rewards in that feel like you're achieving things. And it's this is also connected to the Ubisoft Connect like interface, which is. terribly integrated it like pulls up like a web browser every time you bring up that kind of stuff it's like very very slow
0: oh good final sort of discussion point before we finish up the episode we are coming into as i said at start summer game fest week stuff Happening. We've got summer game fest coming up uh, this Friday as of your listening.
1: Uh, is it this Friday?
0: Yeah. When you're when you when you're listening to this, like this is out on Monday. Where are we at? Fuck, I forgot time.
1: Oh shit. No, it's the following the week. the following
0: week. Sorry. Um, the following Friday. Um, we got summer game fest on the tenth. We've got Netflix Geeked Week thing happening there. We've got the Xbox uh, thing happening on the thirteenth. Uh, Sony this morning. we got State of Play this week. State of Play this week is the thing I got wrong. State of Play is uh, this Friday. I can't remember the time off the top of my head. Anyway. Early. early. <laughs> so Sony this week, Summer Game Fest next week, Xbox the week after. Um, a bunch of stuff's going to be happening, though. What, Ash... I don't know. If you want to just go three things off top of your head or even more if you want. What things... Do you think, or what things would you want? Either
1: or, I'll take anything.
0: From Sony, God of all, Xbox, Ragnarok, that, or... Yeah, okay. Yeah. That,
1: that's a must. It needs to be dated. Uh, all signs point to it being announced and coming out this year. So, that they need to show something from God of War Ragnarok. Otherwise, you know, uh, the... <laughs> speculation will continue to build that it's getting I mean I don't
0: to want to get, like, obviously listen to this, the uh, the Platinum Explosion will do. Yeah, but, we'll probably go more deeper. this past it. week's episode of Plat, I literally said we will be getting a state of play in the next two weeks because if we don't, God of War ain't coming out.
1: Yeah. Cool. And then we'd listen and they're like, damn, we need to put one they're together. They're like,
0: that Dylan quick. guy, he's on the ball. That's fine. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Proof they're listening. Um... Other than that, I don't know. Like, I guess, you know, it'd be cool if we saw some more Final Fantasy XV. And uh, it'd be good if Xbox came out with something that was going to release this year.
2: Final <laughs> Fantasy fifteen? are they doing that? 16, sick fucking hell. <laughs> Ash
1: just wants to go back, on the, this, the to go back, back on the road trip with the boys. I'm doing my hearing. He just wants <laughs> to go back on the road
2: trip with the boys.
1: Yeah, give us Final Fantasy fifteen too. No. What have they been up to? No. The boys. Let turn them this is all right, we just follow the ten two model. The boys are
2: now in a boy band together. And they change outfits for I different mean, roles or different That roles. would
1: actually be great. And then you just recast all the boys with BTS. His, his meme
0: is that Final Fantasy Ten Two was um a girl, band. Was a girl band?
2: Was just yeah, Yuna and the Riku and I can't remember the third girl's name. <laughs>
1: um it's like Destiny's Child, right?
2: No, because she wasn't intended. She wasn't uh, in the original role. She wasn't in one. the original. I don't was remember intense, her name either so because she was a new
1: character.
0: she was a new character. Still works for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but no. Uh, yeah.
0: I would be. I was going to say Final Fantasy 16 is something i at PlayStation. So the PlayStation thing that said third party. So, obviously, Square Enix is on board for that sort of thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Final Fantasy... That's if Square Enix is still third party. Yeah. I,
3: don't <laughs> um,
0: I would expect... we Remember, there was a story we talked about in Platt a couple of weeks ago where the, I can't remember the producer or whoever it was was saying, hey, there's Final Fantasy is like basically done. We've got a trailer even ready to go. We're just waiting to post it. So... Yep. Yep. Like... That's expected. <laughs> like I fully expect the trailer to drop. But he's saying there's there's one. They're just waiting for the, where to post it. It's like okay. Well, state of play seems like a, the exact sort of place you'd you'd drop a Final Fantasy XVI trailer to me. So, um, yeah. Can uh, Andrew have anything?
2: Uh, I think yeah. I think Hellblade Two. Like I I want them to. I want Microsoft to come out and say, "Hey, Hellblade Two, we are releasing it this year." Like this is the the triple A game that we're filling in this slot with at the end of this year for our summer release. I th- uh, yes, winter release. Do you, you reckon Hellblade Snow Two has
0: a big enough pool that most people would care? Was it yes. still? Yeah, okay.
2: No, I think it does. Just because of, look, they've already shown their faith in Hellblade Two because it was the first Xbox Series X game they showed. Hmm. Like it was the first Xbox next generation game they ever showed was Hellblade Two.
1: That's, I because, think enough- that's because Hellblade was so critically acclaimed, I feel like. It was. It I was. don't know but if it the time- did numbers, though.
2: I still, I still think it does enough numbers to make this Game Pass stuff go away, to make people feel like there is going to be games coming out on Game Pass and on Xbox at the end of the year. I think Hellblade 2 is a, is a fantastic game to do that with. I am on the same boat. I really hope. Final Fantasy 16, I'd fucking lose my mind if they were like, hey, end of this year it's coming out. Here's a fucking trailer for it. Let's fucking go. Here's like, I the just Final want, Fantasy I, fourteen times. There will be no matter what. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Um, but it 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 is um yeah, a hundred percent the case where I just want. I, I honestly, I just want a bunch of devs to be like, hey, we're releasing games end of the year. A whole bunch of stuff that we were unsure about or were kind of rumoured about, cool. all to be confirmed for the end of the year, for them to be comfortably confirmed for the end of the year. And just to feel like the end of this year is is even more kind of filled out and fitted out.
0: Summer Game Fest. Hollow Knight Silk Song. I'll go with that. Also very good um because that's a game that everyone you don't
1: think it's saved till nintendo direct
0: i feel or? like it's either a big nintendo direct I, I feel like a summer game do you person.
1: think silk song is coming to switch first or is it coming to everything
0: uh switch first or switch and pc okay. but not
2: i reckon they could do a thing where they do a trailer for it and then say find out more at the next nintendo direct
3: yeah.
2: possibly mm. to build up hype for that direct and stuff
0: Bayonetta
3: 3.
2: <laughs> oh, I was fucking waiting for it. No shot. You know what? No, 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 no. If if there I mean- is no mention, Dylan, you know this, right? We know this week. This week we fucking like next couple of weeks we fucking know if I'm getting a pizza. Because I am getting a fucking pizza. Like if there is no mention of Bayonetta 3 for the next couple of weeks. It's not coming out this I've year. S- I mean, the, ten- I mean, the- it could. Nintendo isn't announced I mean- to
0: direct or anything. I've still got like that in the back pocket.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bayonetta three is one of those games they could just give up on and shadow drop. You know, <laughs> in which case you would owe Dylan a pizza.
2: <laughs> I would owe Dylan a pizza, but you know what? I it'd would take some more. To- I mean, it would be worth it if they did that, and they- if they if they just did. Oh fuck it, here it is, guys. <laughs> fuck it, Who cares? Take it, and it's bad. I'm, all, I'm, I'm I will happily give. I'd be I'll be of two minds. i would be like
0: shadow dropped. I'm excited. <laughs> I can play it, and <laughs> that hurts. Do you not think this game deserves more? Like, <laughs> 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 I'll be of two minds. Um, but no, I. I mean, I can see Bayonet like like Bayonetta three is something that could show up at Summer Game Fest. Like it was announced at a um, Jeff Keighley event. So Ooh. I know you want to like me. Yeah, but, but it
2: just won't be. It just won't be at this one. I mean. It might not be. It'll be at a Summer Games Fest, just not this
0: one. Or it could be at a Nintendo Direct that's yet to be
2: announced. I don't know.
0: Um, So PSVR stuff is happening at the Sony thing on Friday. We know they're going to talk about it somewhat. I'm expecting a... I'm going to go... I'm I'm actually expecting a rough release date. (laughs) I'm frowning out there. Rough release date. Why are you shaking your head? It's not going to happen. That's
2: why. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. They
0: don't You're have enough crazy. chips to
1: make PS5s. So why do you think they're going to make another peripheral chips. on top? Yeah. It
0: just has screens. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Yeah, the screens <laughs> have chips in them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I
3: don't
0: know that's how the screens work. How does
1: virtual reality work? I don't know. Maybe.
0: No, it would be nice if they were just like early 2023. It would be nice. I just think. <laughs> <it's like that. laughs> early 2023, PSVR two. That would be. It.
2: That's early twenty twenty three is like yeah, mate. You're not. There's no shot they don't say VR for a Christmas period.
1: No, I reckon. It, I, I reckon it'll come out. Well like, I think they've got a threshold of PS fives in the wild that they want to hit before they would release PSVR two.
0: Maybe, maybe I could see PSVR releasing in March though.
1: Can you imagine if you could buy a PSVR two but you couldn't be a, buy a PS five? That'd be terrible. Funny. I don't but think but they also would, likely. I don't
2: think they I think March is not a good time for PSVR.
1: Why? Because well, all I the non PSVR games are going to be coming out there. Yeah, Starfield,
2: like Redfield
3: yeah.
1: Breath of the Wild, Starfield, all of the, of
3: the games. World. Redfield and Starfield. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, like March is such a, a quagmire of gaming releases. Why would you put VR there? I feel like that's just kind of sending it to fail. Nah. Sony treats it like a big dog. It's either sending it to fail or sending it to cover up the fact you don't have any big games. No, Sony's
0: treating back. it as a big dog. Which I don't, so you don't... You don't release it alongside an actual game. You treat it as your big release. Like, you don't you don't release it alongside the same month. that, you, Like, you treat it like it's a big release <sighs> game.
2: I don't think VR's big enough to do that yet,
0: though. They, they got to treat it like it is. For it to be. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I don't... For it to be, nah, you got to treat it
2: like nah. it. Do want, do want, actually, do you want me to know why I know they won't treat it like it is? because of the clusterfuck that was trying to get your VR adapters for the PS5 when it did You don't
0: have moved. to worry about this anymore. There's no adapters. There's no cameras? No nothing. It's one cord, Karen. One cord. It's one cord. USB-C. That's it. I'm not joking. This is confirmed. This is a
2: <laughs> No, I know you're not joking. I just don't think I just, just think, just a think you're huffing you're huffing some copium at the moment. Huffing something. Or, uh, how big VR is for the PlayStation market? It's huge.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to all the crazy indie games that we'll likely see that won't come out for another two years, but uh, that. will be eagerly anticipated. For- okay. Hopefully- not
0: doing anything? Uh they haven't announced
1: it, but I presume they will. No.
2: Yeah.
1: What craziness are they going to do this year? Yeah. Like, how can they top? they have just going to continue
2: their like. Uh, Ironically, somehow channels.
1: they've got to make some sort of chain of bots. I'm, I'm, right? I'm getting to the stage. Yeah, well,
0: that would be actually a good way to go. I'm getting to the stage where nearly for their streams, I need to watch a recap video on the story of the Devolver Digital. Do, yeah. you,
2: <laughs> do we ever be worried that Devolver's is going to get to the point of Rick and Morty where it becomes too self-aware and too woke? Where it's and like-
1: because of, it comes yeah. No, they, their last he, event was yeah. very
0: self-aware, so I'm pretty sure. No,
2: nah, but like there was, I don't know. Rick and Morty became self-aware in a. Bad. I, don't know, I stopped watching it, it, too. Was, it. That is exactly when it started happening, and when I st- I, stopped, I stopped, stopped watching it because
0: I got sick of seeing all the no. like the fuckboys no. online. Like,
1: yeah, that's top. the difference. The, the Devolver things are, is more niche. Yeah. You know, they don't have the crazy fans jumping on McDonald's counters asking for Szechuan sauce. Yeah, it
0: was that stuff that I was like, I don't really want to be part of this uh, fan base at the moment, so I stopped watching.
1: Yeah. But there's like a bunch of indie games that we're hoping to get like dates for. So hopefully that happens. Like, obviously there's the rumor Stray is coming out in June. But like, we are OK. When's that coming out? When is Cult of the Lamb coming out? When is uh, all the other great games that we want Sport coming out? Sport story. Yeah. I can't think of any other ones. I don't know. I can't think of <laughs> any other
0: ones.
1: I already said Silk Song, so I don't know what else. When is Goodnight Dino High? Goodbye, Dino That's that's,
0: that's a good point. But they rebooted the whole game, so. Forever. Forever away. Um, I would expect to see something about Starfield at Xbox Bethesda, though. Like, I know they just delayed it, but I feel like they'll definitely have to show, like, first actual gameplay there, surely. Right?
1: Will they show off Perfect Dark?
0: No, fuck no. Mm. No, 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 no way!
1: It's no way, no. Like here is a CGI trailer. No,
0: but maybe there's a maybe there's a CGI trailer, but everything we've read about that game, they were having a horrible yeah. development. They basically had to like restart. No, nah, that game's ten years away. But yeah, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd, I'd expect. It's like obviously Xbox has like a bunch of other games, like Avowed. Yeah, there's the the rare one. What is Compulsion Games working on? Yeah. Are they going to show something from Fable? Yeah, Fable. Like, yeah. There's a lot of potential. Yeah. of potential games there that are still far away
0: yeah so it should be a good upcoming few weeks June should be good for video game news um uh, so you want to be hanging around explosion and listening to it's not our good stuff. for us sk-
1: to get sleep schedule. not though.
0: good for the sleep schedule but it's good for the excitement and the um the hype and the podcasts and the websites and all that sort of stuff that's good yeah good, good.
1: so be sure to go to w explosion slash not e three to find out all did the you do that last stuff. week or no yeah of okay, course <laughs> I did during the podcast <laughs> okay good
0: <laughs> very good um, alright thank you for joining us this week's episode of Arcade Couch let us know any comments questions concerns what you're expecting at the 19.3 um, events what you are hoping for you can tweet at us slash twitter you can join our discord network.com slash discord and if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar head on over to explosionnetworkcom slash support to check out our Kofi Page and see you here, same time, same couch next week. There will be no Karen.